0: Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Mike. We host the Cinescape Magazine podcast and a couple of average Joes.
1: You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, wherever your favorite podcast app is.
0: And make sure to tell your friends and family and search for Cinescape Magazine podcast.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah. Go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I am Mr. Joseph Spiegel. and sitting across- right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Meanwhile, how you doing? 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 All right, let's do it. Across from me once again is Mike Hello, Mr. Mike. You know we don't really need to do that every time. I know you know what it does seem like it, when you do it for, for the movie review and for the flick of the week it's like so what should we just say howdy yeah <laughs> alright so sorry howdy this is howdy. Mike and i's flicks of the week I'm Sticky Joe howdy hey I would be sticky <laughs> so alright so mine is the 19 oh my god I fucked it up sorry mine is the Netflix original film the Stephen King adaptation called 1922, starring Thomas Jane. Okay. And
1: yours is. I'm going to be talking about two things. Uh, one of them is. Selfish. Yep. Uh, Star Wars Rebels, this new season. Okay. And um, the new season of Stand Against
0: Evil. Damn. All right. Okay. All that and more, and maybe some movie news. Maybe some Disney and some Fox and some, and some Louis C.K. No, I'm kidding. None of that. We'll save Louis C.K. for Compelled. Anyway, all that and more, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> all right so um i couldn't think of a name of course the year of 2017 is on a stephen king kick and um netflix is no exception to that rule when, With with uh, they've done at least two so far you know um we've seen two in theaters which is dark tower and it and uh, netflix has done uh gerald's game which i used as a flick of the week i believe a few weeks ago yep and then now 1922 which i didn't even know about even i guess it's from a novella i haven't done the research on it because i just want to do this one from the fly but um i believe it's one of stephen king's short stories yes. and my okay first of all let me just tell you the actors real quick and i'll get into it Th- thomas jane okay who's the, you know the original punisher big screen punisher <laughs> i guess um oh wait no that was david Hasselhoff. no he played nick fury shut up thomas jane i know I know Thomas Jane plays a character named Wilfred on a farm in, of course, the year 1922, and he has a wife played by um, God damn it, what's her fucking name? Paul, Molly Parker, who, if you remember, she was on um, Game of uh, Game of or House of Cards, and also Game before, of Cards, yeah, Game House of, of, cards. of Thrones, and before <laughs> that, um, well, she's on Deadwood. She was a main character on Deadwood, so um, I think she's the character who hooked up with uh, Timothy Oliphant's uh, character. So. Anyway, um, and they also uh, Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. I mean, he played, uh, Ran- or, is it Randall Dark, I believe, in uh, Legends of Tomorrow and, uh, and also uh, Arrow. He was in Red 2. Yeah, he was in Red 2, uh, Desperate Housewives for One Season, Minority Report, uh, falling, falling Tall or Walking Tall with The Rock in 2004.
1: Anyway. Um, he was also in um,
0: Justified. You're right. He I'm was. Close he, yeah, he was in the season. He was in the season for yeah, Justified. That's He's right. really good. Yeah, he is. I, I like Neil McDonough, man. He's he is a good dude. Okay, so this is what I got. This is the most important impression I got. I got about this movie, I'm which sorry, was. Sorry, I don't do impressions. Oh, you're gonna get mine. Um, this movie is highly influenced by Edgar Allan Poe. You can tell that. I look. I, I don't know how closely based this is to Stephen King's um, short story, but but. You can tell because the main theme of this movie is this. The character of Wilfred, he has a farm, and he married a woman who had a farm right next to his. Who she had inherited it from her father. They had a child together who is now fourteen or fifteen years old, in the in the year that this is set, nineteen twenty-two, and she has finally said told him that she wants to. She doesn't want. She she wants to live in the city. Okay. Okay. She does. She wants to sell the farm and go. And he doesn't. He doesn't like the city, and he wants to stay there. And he wants to um, keep the farm. But she wants to. Sell, who she wants to sell it to is a um, a company that owns that does a pig farming. So there, it's just a big industrial thing that they want to use the land for. And he's totally against that. So they start to come at odds with each other because <laughs> of it. And and you can tell the marriage is over. And she wants to go do what she wants with what she inherited and he doesn't want anything. He's just like, no, I will fight you on this, right? So what eventually happens is, he wants to keep the land so badly that he starts slowly t- getting the son on board for killing her. And how he does it is, he, the son has a, has a girlfriend and Thomas Jane keeps on pushing at him about, your mom's gonna take you away and you're not gonna see your girlfriend anymore and stuff like that. And he uses other things too and so he's a manipulator yeah so eventually
1: or is he strong arming?
0: no he's 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 just with words he's never he never gets rough he never gets physically rough um with his son and it's just this is how badly he wants to keep his farm and uh neil mcdonough owns a farm down down the ways and he's got way a bunch of money so he's well off and his, it's his daughter that is the one that's hooked up with thomas james's daughter wilfrid's daughter so anyway they, he finally talks his son into killing the, wife, the his mother, which is his, you know, Wilfred's wife. And the, the scene is pretty fucking brutal, how they do it. And I don't need to give all that away, but because this all happens near the beginning. But this is what it leads into the Edgar Allan Poe thing, is afterwards, events start to happen where karma's starting to hit Thomas Jane's character of what he's done. And at first, you, you don't think it's supernatural in any way. It's just you think he's having visions and... And he keeps seeing his dead wife, you know, rotting, and and then there's these rats eating her because they threw her body into a well, and the rats are getting to her. Total creep show. Yeah, and um, eventually, what it is is, yeah, it does this thing where it's like the Telltale Heart kind of thing, but instead it's with rats, and he keeps seeing rats um, coming through holes in the walls and coming through pipes, and no one else is seeing them or and, and and things like that, and it's fucking with him and so finally his um his conscience is really taking him to a a point of uh, almost insanity and his son ends up getting tired of it because his son has extreme guilt as well so he decides to run off with the girlfriend because he gets her pregnant which now makes um thomas jane have problems with neil mcdonough's character you know like you know your your son impregnated my daughter kind of thing right and so it it just leads into that, and then things just keep getting worse and keep getting worse, and you can tell that the yeah uh, this whole this whole movie is about karma, and it's like almost pretty much unintentional karma, like it's all in his head. It's all in Thomas James's head that, you know that like this is happening because of this, and and so, um, he starts to lose his shit, and it you know what the movie is well freaking done. This movie could have been in, in theaters. That's how like production value wise, it looks really really good. Um, the era that it's set in. Um, the, the the state that it's set in, um, the time period, all that shit. It just looks really freaking cool. Uh, Thomas Jane is such a goddamn good actor, man. He's one of those guys that you can see, you've seen how much better he's gotten over the years. And his character talks like with his jaw closed. You know, like, like he's talking through his teeth holding it and like... I'm going to take a right. tractor and I'm going to work on the field kind of thing. And it just, dude, I, I never, when I'm watching this, I'm trying to see Thomas Jane in his face and in his mannerisms and I can't fucking find him. That's how good he acts in this movie. Uh, Molly Parker's also really good in it as well and Neil McDonough, his few scenes, he's he, he, he's good. Um, And then the son, the son also, um, who's played by an actor named David Schmidt, or Dylan Schmidt, sorry. Uh, He also does a pretty damn good job, too, as well as playing the son with the the guilt and everything like that. Uh, I don't really have any major complaints with the movie. It doesn't need, it doesn't do any over-explaining of anything. It just pretty much tells the story and it ends. I mean, it's on a pretty much a predictable note. It ends pretty much, I'd say, similar to Telltale Heart, you know, but that's it. uh, That's what I mean with 1922. If you like Edgar Allan Poe and you like doing Edgar Allan Poe from a Stephen King perspective, that's what 1922 is, and that's it. That's all I got.
1: That's it? That's all you got?
0: That's it. That's it, it, man. That's all there is. There is no more. That's all I got. You know me. I'll think of something um, after you start talking about your shit. Oh, it's got an 88% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's got to say something right there. Cool. That and Gerald's Game both have gotten high reviews and marks. Um, So, so far, with the four Stephen King things that have come out this year, three out of four ain't bad, is it? No, not at all. Yeah, and Dark Tower wasn't horrible. At least it wasn't horrible. It wasn't Maximum Overdrive, even though that movie's a classic to me. (coughs) It's a shitty classic, but it's a classic nonetheless. It's classic shit. (laughs) I I love that movie, too, so, I I mean. Fucking soda cans, dude. Fucking doonch, doonch. Fucking awesome, man. (coughs) So, yeah. Do your thing, boy. I, uh.
1: The reason why, I I wanted to do Mr. Brooks, and I couldn't do Mr. Brooks because of a couple of things.
0: Yeah, and then Halloween got in the way. Well, yeah. I mean, Halloween's coming up, and it would have been a good time to watch it for Halloween. Thanks for interrupting. I appreciate that.
1: (laughs) Moo. And um, so I was was planning on watching it last night, and come up to my car, and, and some motherfucker stole my windshield wiper on my driver's hand side. Like, who steals a windshield wiper?
0: Who the fuck steals a wiper off a car? And so... That guy.
1: I had to spend 45 minutes because <coughs> my... Off the clock? Yeah. yeah.
0: That sucks even more.
1: Well, it was after work. So the store had closed, so I couldn't go back into the store and buy anything. Mm-hmm. And I had to drive up to the other store.
0: Could you steal it and then pay
1: for it later? No. I couldn't go back into the store. It was closed. Okay. But well, part of closed... I thought
0: you said you just couldn't buy anything because...
1: The store was closed.
0: Okay, okay. I
1: said that. Okay. Pay attention. So I had to drive it to the other store. But I had to fucking take the, the passenger side windshield wiper off, put it on the driver's side. And the reason why they couldn't get the passenger side windshield wiper off is because the arm on a Toyota Corolla has, has like a little bendy thing on it where you hook in the, uh, the wiper blade. <sighs> Fuck.
0: You need to start parking closer. I park right next to the
1: fucking building. Not close enough. So thank, thanks for that. I, I appreciate, Mr. Detective, <laughs> you need your, get your fucking, skills.
0: You need to get a placard, right? Yeah, that's what I need.
1: I need a placard to, to um, identify placard. my car even more. It's been hit three times. No.
0: And the hits just keep rolling on.
1: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so
0: you know what I'm saying is you should get a placard so you can park like right, literally right in front of it. Yeah, the-
1: because I need something to identify the car more, Joe. People it's been stu- three times people have tried to steal shit out of it once they were successful.
0: People don't fuck with handicapped cars that are right in front of the big uh, glass again, doors. Again,
1: yes, they do. With lights on. Yes, they do. It's Be- brighter
0: there. Everyone's walking by.
1: We have a contingent of pieces of shit human garbage oh, that I agree. wander. I agree. So, so stop. Stop, stop, but stop. I, I've part- stop, stop. I don't care. I'm not blaming you. I don't. I, I just want to get through this. Let me tell the fucking story. Fine. It was fucking... So it was raining out. Pussy. It was raining really bad out. You pussy. And fucking... <laughs> yeah, I'm the pussy. <laughs> Mr. Wearing a blanket. <laughs> Inside. Where it's like 70 degrees. But I'm a pussy. Outside in the rain. Pull her. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Just go, man. God damn it. And, Defensive. uh... Cunt. <laughs> 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 I, I can't do this anymore. I can't
1: do this. I love that when uh <laughs> the English people um the cardigans have that song. Um, and I can't remember the name of it right now.
0: Erasing my Rewind No. Love me, love me? Yeah. I and hate that f- I hate I hate love me, love me. I, I love, love
1: that song she's and that's and she says can't, but it doesn't yeah. sound like can't. She says cunt. <laughs> so
0: I can't love you. Yeah. yeah.
1: So and it's got a cool beat. That's why I like it. Anyways, i have to take the fucking passenger side it's a pain in the ass because it's it, it's slick out yeah and and I'm, only
0: because you're out there
1: yeah and uh
0: you're so slick
1: um i'm trying to tell a story and joe keeps interrupting <laughs> with stupid fucking puns <laughs> and finally I get the the windshield wiper off put it on the other side blah 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 and i have to put the arm out so it doesn't scratch the windshield and i drive to go get gas and walk in to the gas station. I'm like, do you have any windshield wipers? He's like, no. <laughs> like, what's the point of having it? What's the point with gas stations anymore if you don't have the basics for, oh, I don't know, fixing
0: something? I think the problem is, I, here. I'm, I'm just doing devil's advocate kind of thing. B- I think it's because there's so many different sized windshield wipers now for cars. Do you think, I
1: mean... Do- all, all you have to do is just put windshield wipers up. Let the people fucking deal with it themselves. If they get the wrong size, then they're stupid. Uh, maybe they're just too lazy to put out an assortment. Gas stations suck. Yeah, they do. So I get gas. they leave the smokeless ashtray. Go up to yeah. <laughs> go up to uh, the other store. They close at midnight. Tell the guy, "Hey, I need a windshield wipers because some fucking piece of shit stole mine." I said, "I work at the, uh, I work at the store down the street." Blah blah blah, and and. He had the like the guy had no sense of humor.
0: Oh, I he's, he's just Was like, he German. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, he's German.
0: I heard German people they don't have humor in Patten. All just is fucking
1: just. I walked up to a, a guy working at the same fucking company that I work for, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't have any uh, windshield wipers. No wipers.
0: Huh? We have no windshield wipers. I'm sorry.
1: Like, like you. It's not just a hundred thousand square foot store in automotive. You don't have windshield wipers. It's not no, the no, laughing I, matter. I, I'm sorry. I don't have any windshield wipers.
0: No, no. no. Like, I could come Take out there. seriously.
1: I, I could come out there and put a rag on your car.
0: Yes, rag.
1: Put a small, small Asian. We could put a small Asian on your car. Yes, but in
0: in, in no way do we want to kill him. We respect yes. him. No, no, it's well, this just is a way small nation. We're we're very nice to minorities now yeah. in Germany. They didn't have problems with Asians. Yes. Yeah. Since they are allied with Japan. Anyways finally get that.
1: Get the windshield wiper, go out to the car. They're trying to fucking put it onto the whatever. And it won't go it won't go into the little the little hook. It took like it took another five, ten minutes to fucking put it on the hook. And it's fucking pouring rain. Yeah, and you get in the car and I can't see. I'm you know, wearing glasses. My glasses not only they fogged up. Yep. they're all wet. And then I, I I wipe off the wet and they fog up again.
0: I'm like Ugh. yeah, because your face is hot. Yeah,
1: long story. Steaming. Who steals a fucking windshield wiper?
0: <laughs> Piece of shit. And so you were you able? To, um, have you gotten to look at the tape yet?
1: Yeah, because I was off today.
0: I thought you went down there.
1: Yeah, that's what I, I... I went all the way down to Walmart to go look at some tape. I
0: thought you were going to make a statement, make a stand, and go, motherfucker, I want to see my cam footage. Yeah,
1: that's what I said. That's what I did.
0: <laughs> I demand justice.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Roll
0: that beautiful bean footage.
1: Because, you know, I didn't have a lot of other shit going on today, but just, hey.
0: Just fuck with you, man. Relax. So don't tell me to relax. I'm sorry. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's it's a this happens continually, and my car has been marked. I know my car has been marked
0: continually,
1: and you know whether it's by the license plate or or they have some little fucking homeless mark on there or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. th- it's this is it's a continual problem, and and they won't do anything about it, and that's my in Anyways, on with Rebels So Star Wars Rebels, Rebels. Here we go The um, the new season is actually shaping up to be really good They've gone back to the original setting Which is Tatooine? Uh, no, no Which is what I was going to say At the beginning of the fucking series They were in Lothal Where they have a uh, TIE fighter uh, factory at So they've gone away from, from Ezra's home planet To kind of just say it.
0: You know what it happens if someone no. someone dies there?
1: It's lethal. Shut the fuck up! Will you stop? Can can you fucking stop for like five minutes?
0: I'll try. I swear I'll try.
1: I I bet Joe. A week ago, I bet Joe <laughs> that he couldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up for three minutes. It wasn't even three minutes. I I, I told him. I said, "Shut the fuck up for thirty seconds." i was trying, I was trying to watch something on TV. Shut the fuck up for thirty seconds. <laughs> And he couldn't do it. <laughs> and I, I can't do these podcasts, so handle your high.
0: <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> El Comento.
1: So the the new season of... Uh, Rebels. Yeah, thanks. The new season of Rebels. And like I said, they're, they're back to, to Lothal. What, what's going on is within the last season and this one, they started to incorporate some stuff from... Well what they call the Legends universe, which is what you, Star Wars was before Disney took over yeah. with all these books and all this other bullshit. Yeah. The canon she,
0: that became non-canon, right? Right.
1: And and the, um, the video games as well. And one of the video games was this, was uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. And the whole series, it's, it started off with X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, and then it went to um, uh, uh, like Star Wars Alliance or whatever it was. But you flew in all these ships and one of the one of the um not missions but one of the gameplays, I guess is what, not gameplay, um um, um storylines. There we go. One of the story arcs was you, you had it. to you it. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the story arcs was you had to steal a tie defender and go from there. And you get the fly, and, and there was a rebel side and an imperial side, but for the imperial side, you got to fly the tie defender, and and do all this cool stuff against the rebel alliance, and that, and it kind of fits within the storyline of rebels. So they have a tie defender factory that they're trying to build over on Lethal, and they are you they are using these machines to dredge up all this ore. Well, they're also starting to bring in some dark empire stuff and some Thrawn stuff. They brought back Thrawn's um assassin, Rook, who's a who's um he's kind of like a lizard type of thing, uh, but he's an assassin that in Legends their world was destroyed by Darth Vader. Okay. So I don't know what they're planning on doing with it, but they brought that character back, which is Thrawn's right hand man, thron's basic basically Thrawn's version of Darth Vader, right? Okay. And then they brought in the TIE Defender line to kind of put it all together, which comes from X-Wing and X-Wing Alliance and all this other stuff. And slowly but surely what they're doing is they're bringing in more and more of these legend stuff, the good stuff, not the shitty stuff, you know. And what really caught my eye was this week's, this week's Rebels, where they have to attack a mining company ship that's just kind of floating across the... Um, the Plains, and in Star Wars Dark Empire, Real Men of Genius, uh, Imperial Devastator is what it's called.
0: You got the touch. Can't believe you don't like that song. Uh, you got the power. Yeah, that's that's
1: why I don't like it. Because I try to sing it. It's because you're trying to sing it. <laughs> it's not that. It's uh,
0: forever tainted, ever unclean.
1: I think it's what it's called. It's the Imperial Devastators from Dark Empire. I hear Devastator. I think of Transformers. So, anyways, that's what it looks like. So, how,
0: how, how accurate did that sound? Uh, not. <laughs> transformer. Anyways, if, if you if it's really big, sorry, if it's a really big transformer, then it's.
1: Yeah. Great. Go. <laughs> cool. So, if you look up uh, Devastators for uh, for from Dark Empire. And then you look up Devastators from, say, uh, I'm sorry, the mining carts from from Star Wars Rebels. They're almost the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they're using these machines. Now, in in Dark Empire, they're using these machines to destroy entire worlds. That's what they're for, as you can see. Like these pictures right here where it just takes and pulls ore into this furnace. And what it does is it... It allows them to harvest the planet's um, resources, yeah. and from there, <clears throat> what it does is it 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 allows them to continue to uh, build their machines, their war so machines. So
0: that's actually kind of cool. That even though they came out and said that they're not going to treat any of the books as canon, pretty much right, but yet they're still taking elements from those and putting them into what they they do consider canon, right? One way or another, right. Like even Darth, uh, what is it, Darth Revan? It looks like, you know, Kylo Ren. Is it Revan?
1: I don't know. Darth yeah. Revan? Yeah, Darth Revan. So, yeah, they had this mining guild ore machine. See, there's there's Rook right there. Okay. So if you look up Star Wars Rebels, like, mining guild, I'm trying to find a picture of the mining guild machine. Um, there it is. You can't really see it very well, but it's called an ore crawler. But it's the same exact thing. Here it is. I'm just gonna look up our crawler. Oh, and it's the same exact goddamn thing. Yep. It's awesome that they're doing this. What they're doing is they're actually making this stuff and um canon. Yeah. By pulling mm-hmm. it in from and like I said, mm-hmm. it's all the good stuff. It's not. It's not just all this crappy shit that other, these author and some people are gonna be pissed off about this, and I don't care. But like Kevin J. Anderson's books, while Kevin J. Anderson is a good writer, his Star Wars books weren't fun. They were always all the same. It was always a trilogy, and it always has to do with-
0: Super Death Star. Like
1: Super Death Star or the Sun Crusher or whatever, and it was never anything different.
0: It was never anything interesting. Well, this Death Star, you haven't heard about this one, this Death Star can destroy an entire galaxy. And I can't-
1: I can't say that he's at 100% at fault for for that stuff because ultimately the storylines came from the Lucasfilm group, but he also was I mean he was he was responsible for um who's to blame? Yeah, he's he's responsible for getting the storyline done. So, I thought it was really cool that they're starting to pull all these things in, especially from Dark Empire from Timothy Zahn stuff, you know, um these the in these were the first two. So everything that they're doing right now that they're pulling from source material, Yeah, they're pulling from the stuff that was that came after Star Wars between yeah. um, like 85, let's just call it 85, 86, to when Timothy Zahn's novel came out. And um, let's see, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter.
0: X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter... Time. Remember those fan-made uh, Star Wars movies? Yep. Wouldn't it be cool if they actually saw some of them that were so well done that they decided to take some of that and integrate it into what they're doing now? Uh, No. Whatever. You asked me. So there, there's
1: your answer. No. X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, I can't remember when that came out. Goddamn, that was a great fucking game, too. I know people are just like, get on with it.
0: <laughs> you know, when it's Star Wars, we're in for a long night. No, I want. you've got it. plenty to say about it. Well, I wanted to um, look up when it, when it was released. Dude, the Cardinals' uniforms remind me of the XFL. This is the XFL. Okay.
1: Cheerleaders and Laundry. 1997. So that came out in 1997. So, Sounds um, about right. You probably played it on PC, huh? That's all it came out on. What, you expect it to come out on anything else? No,
0: you're just a fucking PC player. That's, you know, I, I'm not used to that. I am i wasn't a PC player. I was always a platform player.
1: Yeah, so Air to the Empire came out in 91. Air um, to the Empire... I'm sorry. Uh, um, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter came out in 97. And Dark Empire came out in, I think, 90... Come on.
0: It's so dumb.
1: 91 as well. So 91, 94, 95. So all of this stuff is being pulled from these three early sources of star Wars material earlier sources. not, I mean, the books started coming out at about the same time, 91 and you know, whatever. And, and, but dark empire and air to the empire and the X-Wing vs tie fighter ones. Yeah. Those, those are the ones that are the more, more popular of the series, uh, in terms of, of fan stuff and then everything else. And what's really cool is they're starting to incorporate that. And I've already said this; they're starting to incorporate this stuff into Star Wars Rebels, and giving us a um, a look at what they want to do. Yeah,
0: and that is that's amazing. So you know what's funny is you should have technically done Rebels second in, instead, because since we're gonna lead into the the announcement about Rian Johnson, Ryan Johnson. Did you say Rianne Johnson? <laughs> I did, because that's the way it's spelled. <laughs> it's spelled Rian. My bad. What if he was a foreigner, man? You know, foreigners, you know, you have like a totally, you know, could be Rianne. It's Rianne. It's a Rianne if he's like, you know, maybe from like Gestapo or wherever the fucking, you know, some other country.
1: Okay, so stand against evil. And uh, hmm, hmm. this is my second review. The reason why I'm doing two is because you're selfish. supposed to be, Yeah, I'm, I'm a dick. You're a hog. I am. Um. <laughs> Bro, I was laughing so hard at season two last night.
0: Is it okay? I'm glad that it's 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 good because I've only seen season one.
1: The, the 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 special effects are still shitty. Are they? Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Do they look intentionally shitty or? Just, yeah, they look intentionally shitty or just bad budget shitty.
1: Both. Okay. Um.
0: We'll ride this train since we can't afford to anyway. Yeah. I'm not gonna.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna get into spoilers. Anyways, Black Hat Society Part One and Part Two is Stan. If you've seen the series, and we highly recommend that you see the series.
0: Yeah, it's only eight episodes in the first season. Yeah, so through sure that shit quick. So
1: far, there's only eight episodes in this one. Um, there's a scene in it where Stan walks up. Dana Gould, who write who wrote for The Simpsons and everything else, Dana Gould plays one of the caretakers of the cemetery, mm-hmm. and he's and Stan, played by John C. McGinley, walks mm-hmm. up to him. And he's and and as he's talking to Dana Gould, he's like, "Why why those why are those women standing near my wife's grave? Get them away from there." And he's like, "Oh no, that's a, that's the Black Hat Society and they're Wiccans and this and that witches, right? It's, yeah. a, it's a witch society." And and Stan asks him a question, and Dana Gould's character starts going into this thing. He's like, "You know, when I was young and I was in in school and, and I joined a monastery, right?" And Stan walks away. He's like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm not interesting. Not at all. I don't have any stories, <laughs> you know." And then it goes on to Black Hat Society Part Two, where Stan has to, you know, rescue one of the people that he knows. Yeah, fine. The next episode is called Curse of the Werepony Pony, <laughs> where a guy and it never explains how this fucking happened, but the bad guy turns into a pony. A, a, an evil fucking kill you pony.
0: Yeah, daddy, it bit me, pony.
1: Yeah, and and then the next one is girls' night out. Now it's called girls' night, and the reason why I want to talk about these is because the curse of the wear pony is just so fucking utterly strange. Yeah. That whoever came up with the concept of wear pony mm-hmm. is f- brilliant, fucking brilliant. Okay. And. <laughs> <laughs> It is so utterly stupid that you have a guy. So the character who plays the wear pony is a cowboy, and he's he's been he's been around for like three hundred years, right? Okay. And and um.
0: So he should be a fucking horse by now.
1: No, it's a pony. It's a Shetland pony.
0: Ponies are the ones that can't grow up, right? Right. That's weird.
1: And they're like the midgets. Of what's what, what's his name? Uh, Squid Billy's guy. What's uh? God damn it! I don't know his name. Yes, you do.
0: I. I Maybe he's in
1: he's in Anchorman. I can never remember his name. He was wearing the fucking cowboy hat.
0: Oh, David Koechner.
1: Yeah, thank you. I can never remember David Koechner. That's right.
0: Name. He does show up on this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so
1: he shows up and he plays the hus- ex-husband of the sheriff the Evie. Sheriff, yeah. Right. And he yeah. buys his daughter Evie's daughter and his daughter yeah. a pony. So uh, it's yeah. So but it, it it leads it leads into the story. You, I mean, there's always the stinger, but the stingers are getting better because. Um, every one of them starts off with uh, like with girls' night, and th- this one's my favorite episode so far. Yeah, girls' night has um, Herbert West, the guy that uh, Jeffrey uh, Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> the guy that plays Herbert West. Tamber. Yeah, Jeffrey Tamber, the guy that played Herbert West in the reanimator movies.
0: I can't. Oh, um, do you want the main character? I don't remember that fucker's name. You're no help to me. I know I suck. <sighs> Jeffrey, I know he's fucking using the fringers. Yes. I know. Um. Oh, Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Fuck.
1: I know. I, I keep forgetting his God name too. Dang, and I, it's because
0: I haven't seen him in very many. Things. Anyways,
1: Jeffrey Combs plays this guy who is like P.T. Barnum. Hmm. Okay, and it opens up with him doing his thing and talking to one of the sheriffs of 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 the town, right, of Willard's Mill. Okay. It always starts off, the the TV show this season so so far starts off with a little graphic on top that says Willard's Mill, and then it gives the date, and then it gives, like, a quote. And then this one it says, you know, uh, old times. You know, like, old timey times? (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's that kind of shit that is making me laugh because it's now they're not taking themselves seriously but yeah. they're taking themselves seriously. <clears throat> yeah. And Jeffrey Combs plays again this character mm-hmm. where he's a witch or warlock in this case mm-hmm. and he's been tasked to kill Stan and Evie, right? Yeah. And he has this whole entire plan of how, about how he's going to do it and he manipulates Evie through through the television cuz they're they're watching this TV show like the bachelor's called the fiance, right? And he's going to get Evie to kill everybody that's in the house, and it doesn't happen. You know, long story short. Yeah. And the entire interaction between Jeffrey Combs and John C. McGinley is like the entire interaction between John C. McGinley and Zach Braff in in Scrubs. In Scrubs. Okay. And he keeps calling them You know, <clears throat> he keeps calling him all these all these names, right? Yeah. You know, go go do your little gay fantasy somewhere else. And <laughs> Jeffrey Combs would just be reacting like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like, he's he, he stung, right? He's stung, but he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, at one point during the fucking show, Combs walks up and he's like, ah, oh, there we go. And we see him walk, you know, as he walks over to that and oh, and then he runs off. Right? And yeah. we're seeing Stan as a young man, as a, as a boy. Yeah. And he walks up to this guy who Little looks boy, like he's, I'm a man. he's having a heart attack. And the guy grabs Stan's characters as a kid. Yeah. And he's like, he had an iron grip on him. And I kicked the shit out of him, right? Mm. And then he goes, oh, yes, that's when, that's when you decided to have your revelation and become a cop. It's like, yeah, but how many times, you know, not everybody gets to kick the shit out of someone on an everyday basis. You know, you wake up in the morning, do your thing. And <coughs> Combs goes, why couldn't you become a doctor? <laughs> and it was at that point where he's like, you know, you could be saving people and doing surgery and it, it, it basically, you know, a rundown of scrubs, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he went into the whole Perry Cox character for just a brief minute. where he was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. You know, yeah. and he went into this... This this quick fucking banter that is, you know, John C. McGinley, and right, I that's when I turned on this on this TV show. I was I'm I'm kind of I like it. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Yeah, mostly because Dana Gould. But this season with the reaction from episode one or episode two, where he's talking with Dana Gould and Dana Gould's like, yeah, I'm not interesting at all. Yeah, you know, who cares about me? To Episode four where Jeffrey Combs and John C. McGinley, and it looks like it looks like McGinley's getting more comfortable in this role, have this interaction and it's fucking absurd and funny. Yeah. I love this show. <laughs> All right. And it can't it needs it absolutely needs to be um, renewed at for a third season uh, There are There are very few shows That that. Uh, um, oh <laughs> So uh, Ed, So when they were watching Young Stan kick the shit out of this guy That had a heart attack or whatever and then run away Because yeah. whatever is gonna, the, the guy was going to do Stan didn't want to deal with it So there's a point where jeffrey combs is standing there and he's like you know let's play a game <laughs> and he does that whatever and all these zombies start fucking pulling Stan down into this grave right into this hole in the ground yeah and then fucking you see stan crawling he starts crawling crawl he's like oh almost there almost there almost there and then fucking jeffrey combs starts talking again he turns around and he goes i'm just gonna crawl back into the hole <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause he doesn't want to fucking deal with him. Yeah. He's like and he turns and crawls back into the hole. <laughs> He's like, No, 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 come back to me. You know, it was like I said, stupid Jeffrey, funny. Jeffrey Combs brings out the best and worst because you fucking love to hate his characters. Yeah. Because some of them are just garbage, like like in the frighteners. Yeah. But in this fucking in this episode, and God, I hope they bring him back or as another type of character or whatever yeah but every time he shows up I always look forward to seeing him in anything because he is just so cool he, he plays these wacky fucking cool characters yeah I like his voice too anyways
0: you know the witch trials down in Salem, right? The witch trials you know down in Salem. Down 172. You know how many witches they burned in Willard's Mill? 172. How many? Since, See, there he is. The sheriff we've had has died an early, violent, horrible death. Well, death. death. Except Stan gets hmm. back. I love remember the TZ trailer for the first season where it's just him opening the door and going, Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> See? The pony
1: needs blood. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) constable. (laughs) God, (laughs) you've gone just completely batshit crazy. This has got to start doing some real drinking. need
0: that one for ourselves need two right,
1: right. or we can put our heads together and yeah let's put our heads together and figure something out no no put our heads together and then I just pull the trigger I know
0: but <laughs> that's the joke let's put our heads together and figure out a to way to do except that's this. not what he said no I'm saying that
1: yeah I know Polly pooper no you're the pooper of the party I uh I there up, it is right here
0: you're a witch who was burned in 1692
1: and you've come back here to kill me God. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, it's back. He's just like a grumbly puff of a plaid man. Gone plaid man. Crazy, this is God's way of me it's time to start doing some real Deep down inside actually has a I watched Buckaroo Bonsai last night. Did you? I love that fucking movie. John Big Bootay.
0: There's Daniel. has a big secret that he's keeping from Evie and everyone else Stan's objective and overriding arc is to retrieve his w- wife
1: wait, from wait 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 are they spoiling some shit listen to his voice an overriding arc is to retrieve his
0: wife from being dead a year ago and bring her back to life but by doing that he would change the present what about so he wouldn't know Evie anymore Wake up. So he's keeping this whole thing a secret It's still Stan It's still Evie Neither one of them are the warmest characters We may
1: need that one for ourselves He's doing a different voice as Stan He's not using his regular voice He's straining it on purpose Yeah, yeah, yeah You didn't notice that? You did that
0: before? And, and Janet largely drives well, I thought he No, I thought there was something wrong with his voice well, He's a good actor but I, You know, I think uh, I was believing that too I think he sold it so good that I did, I thought that that was his voice now, like, yeah. like, like how Lawrence's fi- Lawrence Fishburne's face gets fatter, yeah, the older he gets. You know, his, you know, McGinley's just voice gets gets gruffer,
1: like, like uh, Clyde Barker.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I, I didn't always sound so pretty. Yeah, I just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's like I'm gargling glass or something. I, I know. no, he's just he's just making his voice much much deeper. Yeah, I, and that's, and that's how he's cool. Doing it.
1: Like he's a like a fucking oh, werewolf. fucking werewolf pony. It's <laughs> a werewolf pony, a very
0: scary horse. It's a very scary horse. <laughs> See, like <you>, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I dude. They got fucking um, they got fucking Trevor from uh, from Grand Theft Auto Five in there. Yeah. Shows we love Westworld. Done it. Paul done it. Walking Dead. Yeah. The scariest things are heightened versions of things from your. Yeah. he's on Walking Dead. <laughs> fucking werewolf pony god I always forget that fucker's name Frank and Jock Frank and Jock our bad guys are rendered in real time and in real life we don't have to work with tennis and weird people in onesie green suits
1: they're really f- scary monsters
0: Stephen Og keep forgetting Stephen Og's fucking hey. name uh. Honestly, I'm moving to Willard's Mill no. Second season of the show, uh, we, we brought in the world of Willard's Mill a little bit. We bring in some new characters. Evie has this mysterious ex husband. Kenny, this is never going to happen. I don't think there's anything mysterious about David Keckner. Did you forget you're engaged? She's not the one. So she dumped you. I prefer
1: to think that I let her dump me, but it did come as a big surprise.
0: Many people know David Keckner for a million different things. How can you not <laughs> know him? an anchor man? He's just. So perfect. Kill perfect. it. For this of oh, it's school. such a cute. Yeah. There's a woman named Lara who is a descendant of the original I always love Kechner as the uh, as the, the boss in waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out of my sight.
1: All right, well. Anyways, I highly recommend Stand against
0: evil. It's it's goddamn funny. All right. So um Let's see. There was a uh, Star Wars news, was there? Yeah, the Ryan Johnson thing about them. they're they're going to do a new trilogy that he's heading up one way or another and that it's not going to be <laughs> going along with the Skywalker stuff. It's going to be something else. Another area in the Star Wars universe. Right. So, I look, I'm not surprised by this at all. I mean, it's like, dude, Disney just bought this fucking property. You think they're going to only stop it at 3 you know, three sequels and, and three fucking uh, you know, uh what what do they call them, one offs or whatever? No, they're going up to
1: episode 9,
0: 12. twelve. They're going up to twelve. Six sequels. Well I'm saying what I'm saying is they own this property now. You think they're just gonna limit it to only six fucking films? No, they're gonna make some money off this shit. They're gonna make more Right, but more. they
1: don't what they're trying to do is they're trying to get away from anything that's attached to Yeah. The Skywalker legacy. There's there's a billion films out there that they could do.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so it, no, yeah, it's it's I mean, it's not a surprise to me at all that they finally announced that they're doing this. Right. Um, and then the other thing was, uh, talking about Disney again, is uh, the Fox thing, you know, um, where uh, Disney was in negotiations with 20th Century Fox to buy a, a large chunk of their company. Um, Film and television. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, and the, the theory is, is that it's because Disney wants to do their own Netflix-style thing and they want to add as much content as possible. And so by adding... 20th Century Fox you can um with their entire library you could compete with Netflix and stuff. Right. So uh, but also the most important thing of course is getting X-Men and Fantastic 4. Yeah, that's the other thing. Well, no. They
1: killed off the X-Men comic. That's why there has been no new X-Men movie. Oh. So they kind of went behind the scenes yeah. and made sure that uh nothing was going to happen further with X with the uh, Fantastic 4. Yeah. Um, because they don't they they don't want Fox doing anything with that fucking property anymore because they've destroyed it.
0: Oh, you mean yeah? They ended the the Fantastic Four comic. You said X Men comic. That's I meant Fantastic but, Four.
1: I know, I know. I said that. I realized I said that after. Yeah. I'm. I was saying fucking.
0: But here's one thing that we're gonna have to stick fun. to is that if Disney does end up doing this with them, because there's been reports that it, it already fell flat. But um, if Disney does end, this up is doing like this is like the sixth time. Yeah, I know. If Disney ends up doing this shit. I really hope that Brian Singer does not come along so that we can see whatever new X Men shit they do. Right. Because if he's on board, we've already said we're not going to go see uh, Dark Phoenix. Right. You know, it's so, you know, that's our last stand we, on that shit. We, yeah, we made our, yeah. yeah we made Good our bets on that. that was a great pun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have my moments a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean look I look there's I've seen so many people on the fucking blogosphere just complaining oh the evil disney is going to buy up another company and they'll they'll ruin x-men and all this shit yeah. and like dude every marvel property should be all in one fucking place now right you know i understand that that you know certain companies bought rights and all that stuff i get it yeah, i understand that's the marvel
1: had a fire sale
0: but now it fucking needs to all come together so it can be done right you know so look i'm i'm for it I'm for because look at Fox isn't fucking they're not they're not this pristine company dude they've they've had some problems look at Brian Singer that's just one of them one of many motherfuckers that need you know to not be in the system anymore so anyway that's all I got I, I'm all for Disney buying 20th Century Fox so what say you I know where you did so anyway yeah, I don't I don't have much to add to that yeah so I don't have any news either yeah that's fine so thanks for tuning in yeah sure flick of the week all right me. You. You. Huh. This. That. The uh, other. Yep. Bye. Bye. Eh.
1: Good show. Jolly good show. Jolly
0: good show indeed. Hakuna matata, bitches. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out at a couple coupleofaveragejoes.com. And please make sure that you leave a comment and share the podcast. That would be awesome. Have a good night. Hmm. This is the end. Oh, it's the end. Benito, the end. I tell you, we're all going to nibble the dust. I go fuck yourself. More puns. See, I-